Aim at 50 KFUO Worldwide at KFUO.org. I'm Gary Duncan. It is the Midday Moments program that you're listening to. And it's time now for our moment in Scripture with Pastor Matt Clark of Ascension Lutheran Church in South St. Louis. Hi, Matt. Hi, Gary. Great to be here with you. Yeah, it's great to be back with you. We had uh, some time off, but where we left off with our reading for the week, Acts 24 through Romans 6. So that's our conversation for today. Sounds great. Yeah, it's good to be back. Um, Yeah, as we look at that, so we're transitioning from the end of the book of Acts to the beginning of the book of Romans. So we'll try to comment on on both of those books a little bit uh, this afternoon. Um, The end of the book of Acts, just some comments about that. Um, At the end of Acts, we see Paul... uh, appeal to Caesar. So Paul is a Roman citizen. He has the ability to do that. And so he's he's sent to Caesar. Uh, so that means going to Rome. And so the final chapters of the book of Acts, I think, are some that we don't always focus on a whole lot. But boy, they're, they're pretty fascinating. We see God at work in Paul's life and work in a powerful way to, to share the gospel, even in unexpected places. Uh, and so Paul's on this journey to Rome. He's traveling by ship. Kind of to make a long story short, uh, in spite of Paul's warnings, they, they set sail kind of at a dangerous time. The ship ends up being shipwrecked. Uh, those on board the ship are preserved by the Lord. They're saved. But they end up on this island of Malta in the middle of the Mediterranean Sea. And on Malta, some, some unusual things happen. So I'm in Acts chapter 28. And it it talks about, in verse 1, being brought safely through. Uh, And then it says this. It says, The native people showed us unusual kindness, for they kindled a fire and welcomed us all, because it had begun to rain and it was cold. When Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and put them on the fire, a viper came out because of the heat and fastened onto his hand. When the native people saw the creature hanging from his hand, they said to one another, No doubt this man is a murderer, though he has escaped from the sea, justice has not allowed him to live. So <laughs> interesting details. I, I just love the, the 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 gritty details that are given here. You know, the detail that, you know, it was cold and there was rain. And so they started a fire. And is this this firsthand account of what's taking place on Malta? And then as, as Paul's feeding the fire, he gets bit by this viper. And the people figure, oh, uh, he escaped that ship. He was a prisoner on that ship. He escaped. Uh, but Wow, now uh, now the gods are out to get him, right? Uh, he's bit by the snake. He's not getting away. Uh, justice is being served. Uh, but it goes on. It says, he, however, shook off the creature into the fire and suffered no harm. They're waiting for him to swell up or suddenly fall down dead. But when they had waited a long time and saw no misfortune come to him, they changed their minds and said that he was a god. So they, they kind of just sit there and wait to see if, if Paul's going to keel over dead from this poisonous snake bite. And when he survives, uh, they change their minds. Not only is he you know innocent, but now they even think he's a god. <laughs> so, I mean, I think it's just so interesting how quickly people change their minds from being uh, this terrible murderer, surely to being a god among us. Uh, so that's that's an interesting account that I think we sometimes overlook there at the end of the book of Acts. Even on the island of Malta, the Lord provides opportunities for Paul to to heal and to even share the gospel. Uh, the next few verses talk about uh, a man who is uh, a chief man in the islands, his name Publius, uh, who received us and entertained us hospitably for three days. It happened that 
the father of Publius lay sick with fever and dysentery. And Paul visited him and prayed for him, putting his hands on him and healed him. And when this had taken place, the rest of the people on the island who had diseases also came and were cured. Uh, so you, you kind of see God at work here. Uh, at work through Paul in this unexpected place in the middle of the Mediterranean on the way to going before Caesar on trial, the opportunity to heal, to spread the reign of Jesus and to share gospel, the gospel message with those who are there. So God, even working through these uh, circumstances on a, a, a ship <laughs> that was destroyed, a ship full of prisoners like Paul. Um, and then the book of Acts, it, it ends this way. So Paul ends up in Rome, and then it ends with these words, verses 30 and 31 of chapter 28. It says, uh, Paul lived there two whole years at his, own, at his own expense and welcomed all who came to him, proclaiming the kingdom of God and teaching about the Lord Jesus Christ with all boldness and without hindrance. Those are the closing words of the book, and it ends with Paul, even as he is under arrest, I still he is proclaiming Every opportunity, the kingdom of God, sharing the Lord Jesus Christ with all boldness. And so the Lord provides an opportunity again for the gospel to be proclaimed in Rome and presumably even to Caesar himself uh, as, as Paul anticipates going before him. I guess I shouldn't be surprised that it seems like God always uses special people uh, that you that you and I wouldn't expect to be used for these purposes and also circumstances that we wouldn't think would be the perfect circumstance uh, for the gospel to be uh, given. That's a great point. This really, I think, addresses the authenticity of the Bible. This is a firsthand account, all these details, and, and we see how God works through circumstances for Paul to share the gospel, things like shipwrecks and, and going before Caesar and snake bites. And we look back on our lives, too, and, and even during those times where maybe things were, were pretty bad, <laughs> maybe they were negative circumstances, uh, even during those, those darker times, maybe there's an opportunity for us to share the gospel there. And maybe that sharing of the gospel is most powerful there when things aren't going so well, and yet... We hold fast to Christ, and, and people see that. And uh, mm -hmm. certainly that's what Paul did, and what a powerful witness he was able to give. Right. Um, just real quick here, in the book of Romans, um, as we get into the book of Romans, great book of the Bible. Boy, just beautiful. In fact, uh, Luther says this about Romans. He says, uh, this epistle is really the chief part of the New Testament. It is truly the purest gospel. It is worthy not only that every Christian should know it word for word by heart, but also that he should occupy himself with it every day as the daily bread for the soul. We can never read it or ponder it too much. For the more we deal with it, the more precious it becomes and the better it takes. You know, so in, uh, in, in typical Luther style, he's just impressing upon us the importance of the book of Romans. Not only should we know it by heart, but we should also occupy ourselves with it every day. Um, just to, to give a taste of the book of Romans, I'll just share real quick a couple of verses. Uh, in our readings today, we came across Romans 3, uh, verses 23 and 24. Uh, well-known verses. Uh, it says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. How true that is. But it goes on, and are justified by his grace as a gift to the redemption that is in Christ Jesus. Well, what a beautiful summary of the gospel. I mean, first of all, that the message of law that, yeah, we have fallen short of the glory of God, but, oh, we're justified by his grace as a gift to the redemption that's in Christ Jesus. What a succinct 
gospel message that Paul shares with us there in the book of Romans. Uh, and so I, I invite our listeners to, to join us in reading through the book of Romans over the next couple of weeks uh, that we would, like Luther says, occupy ourselves with it daily. Uh, and certainly we will benefit from it too. What are we reading for next time? So next time we're going to read Romans 7 through 16, actually through the end of the book. So Romans 7 okay. through chapter 16. Sounds great. Would you like to lead us in a prayer as we wrap up today? Sure. Lord God, we thank you that you work through strange circumstances. Certainly we see that in Paul's life, but also even in our lives, Lord, uh, when things seem strange. Uh, Lord, please still provide opportunity for us uh, to share Christ uh, and to reflect him in our lives. Oh, Lord, we ask that you would continue our, to bless our reading of your word, that through the book of Romans, uh, we would indeed be fed by your word, uh, that we might take it to heart, that we might learn it, uh, learn it well, and even commit it to memory that it may become a, a part of who we are as your people. We pray this in Christ's name. Amen. Amen. Well, thanks so much for being on the program, Matt, and I look forward to uh, talking to you in about a week. Sounds great. Thanks, Gary. We are The Messenger. You can find us worldwide at kfuo.org. Our talk programs, including this talk segment, available as podcasts. Just search out KFUO Radio on the web and wherever you get your podcasts, you'll you'll find us. And, and better yet, you can download our free app for your Droid and for your Apple iPhone. Uh, download the free app and have all that, the programming, the live stream, and the podcast all there in the palm of your hand. Uh, just go to your store and search out KFUO Radio.